coming up on two male receptionists. Oh, gross. Bucks. Man, I love a good con. But if you do own a Bible, you own several. That's hmm. like guns. I do have more than one Bible. I do have more than one Bible. I viewed them as like part of society. Sure. That's what it became, you know. It's How like you're they just viewed you. What we've got here is two male receptionists. You're saying about exercise. Yeah, it's just not fair that like, okay, when I was in high school, a long and, time ago, <laughs> in 1947, mm-hmm. we're, oh, so like the the day before a track meet, right? They would have you do something, but you not a full out practice. Oh, right, I remember this because that that's like a, when I played football and bef- the on on game day, like the practice before the game, right? They would get to you in a huddle and they go, "No jerking off." Save it. Save that testosterone. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's similar. Yeah. It's a similar idea. We just want to make sure we we're all on the same cycle. Because of the team. Track's more of an individual sport. Oh, okay. I mean, you're on a team. You're missing out on a lot. But it's not that important. It's not okay. that important. The team is so important. So, you're saving your energy, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It sucks that it only works like that. To a certain extent, like I feel like all these days, the past five years, I haven't been exercising right. and expending all that energy. I should get some, like I should be saving up some burst of power, like some like you get one Super Zayn style thing, <laughs> like with all the yeah. fat, like literal energy that can be released yeah. from the stored, you know, lipids in your body. Right. Breaking them down. You should get like a super punch. Yeah. Somebody was 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 telling me that I think they listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't don't me. Do that, by the way. Uh, no. No. I, I I am a fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. No. He's got. But the... you will find people that make you embarrassed to admit you're a fan of the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm happy to be one of those people. No, Joe Rogan is he's a he's a interesting dude. He's 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 passionate and he's intelligent. And uh, he has interesting guests, and they have interesting conversations. There's just interesting conversations and funny things that happen on that show. You can't say it doesn't. It's just that it does have a culture around it in the fan base uh, that it's almost, I want to say, like mid to early 90s Howard Stern type of fan base that's a little, like, too bro-y for its own good in a MMA type of way. (laughs) Yeah. Those are exactly the ones I'm talking about. And I'll say this, conspiracy theorists. There's a lot of right-winger, libertarian conspiracy nonsense over there. Lots of, hey, we're just asking questions. And then you get a bunch of people who believe in nonsense. I think those people are like more, they stand out more too. Because like, also like his best friend is Duncan Trussell, who's like, his whole act is how much of a hippie he is. And uh, he's pretty cool. And how much of a hippie is he? Well, he's such a hippie mm-hmm. that uh, mm-hmm. when he came to school, is oof, I was hoping those. You know, it's funny is I thought buying myself two seconds there by starting a setup might be like, oh no, I got this now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna buy myself a couple seconds. No, it's not. It's not coming. It's not there. He's such a hippie that uh, on Wall Street. All he trades is lumber. Trades in nothing but woodstock. It's pretty good. It was a stretch, Johnny. <laughs> Sometimes stretching is good. Tell me about it. I'm hurting, folks. I have an old man shoulder back. Woo! You know, what is a you know fat back? Isn't that like a thing that people eat? Back uh, fat? No, that's, that's just something you pinch and you squeeze on your lover. Um. But uh, you you want to talk about being broke? Can I can I talk about being broy for a sec? Oh, I thought you were gonna say broke, and I was like always, but yeah, broy, sure, sure, bro. I mean, it's not specifically broy, but like, I just want to talk about like maybe it's our generation, but like we were we were dicks. I'm sure you were a dick. Never. Like I just, it was really funny to me. This girl that sat in front of me. Are you having a me too moment, Johnny? This girl sat in front of me, and she was so fat. And something she did... You're not. I don't know what it was, but, like, 
it was specifically like a caterpillar, like the way it like uh like undulates, like it goes out and in and out and in, you know. Mm-hmm. To like with such definition, <laughs> you could really count on it to always be there. Was uh, it the clothing? I think the clothing contributed to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I remember one time like audibly laughing with someone about that, but not doing it in front of her. Like we thought she wasn't there that day. And then we just realized she was sitting next to us in a different desk than usual. But like <laughs> we were that uncanny, <laughs> like didn't even look to the other direction to see if she was there. I-, I didn't want to say it in front of her, but that's how much I cared about making sure I that didn't happen. Oh, so you, she, you audibly made a comment. Yeah, I was about, like, where's hey. that girl who looks like the caterpillar? You know, the one who's oh, fat, goodness. goes in and out and in and out like that with ridges. And you can really count on it. I always said that about her. And she she overheard this. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it was one of those things where you just kind of pretend you didn't hear. Mm-hmm. And then I pretend that she didn't hear. Mm-hmm. And we're both pretending. Mm-hmm. A, like very meta pretending. Mm-hmm. And it's like an echo chamber. This is a safe space where you can tell me things, Johnny. And That's what I'm trying to do. Because honestly. Yeah. I don't trust our listeners. But no, this right now. It's well, a total safe space. Here's the I'm thing. I'm forgiving. I'm understanding. You started this story with we were dicks once. I think if I... And I agree upon hearing this yeah. story. Yeah. It's not too late to make amends, Johnny. That could have really had long-lasting effects. But then there's other things where we would just yell at people out of the window of a car. Offensive things usually. Or sometimes just... I like to go more just weird with it. But now if somebody did that to you... Well, here's the thing. That one I don't feel bad about. Because that really was f- fun and freeing. Over on uh, Melrose, there's a, a wall with some angel wings on it. Uh. And we saw a woman uh, a woman going over to take to stand on it while her boyfriend took a picture of her. And I, I, rolled, I was driving past it, and my girlfriend was in the passenger side, and I rolled her window down. <laughs> and I said, babe, just shout basic. <laughs> and uh, she... she she did not. And then I wanted to do it, and then they turn over and see her, but I didn't want to get in trouble. Yeah, and uh, that's really funny. She, uh, I think we both have regrets that we didn't follow through with it, frankly. Yeah. I'm speaking for her, but she regrets it. Yeah, she it sounds it. about right. Um, and then I thought if I was taking I'm a picture sure with I'm sure she didn't Lee, know what she was doing right, but when she said no. Again, she was smiling. She was taking a picture. She seemed to be enjoying herself, this woman. And... Who you am I to, to drive by place? and just go, shoot, just steal all the joy from her moment? Yeah. It's not a kind it's not, thing that's to not, do. That's, I would say I that's... still got the laugh out of the moment without having to do it. I enjoyed... I still stand yeah. by my opinion. It's just the... Yeah, you're right. The joke is more her. important. Right. You shouldn't take pleasure in the fact that it hurts her feelings. It's more like... There you go. If it was funnier... Right. Then it might be worth it and be like, I'm sorry I have to do this to you, but this is fucking funny. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, it doesn't really Well, that's the joy of being with it. somebody that, that that you know and love and they know and love you. Is that you can say that wasn't even an awful thing, but it, it, say it was an awful thing. Say that I, I we saw somebody and they had to make a caterpillar comment. Uh, I would never, Johnny, I would never shame on you. But if I did, you could say the private thing in your, in your car as you drive by. You can still say the joke amongst... Yeah. You know, there's a it's a it's an intimate. And you don't have thing. to hurt, and that is maturity. What that is, that's over time. You you chaining the middle schooler inside yourself and going, I don't have to shout this at the car. I can think this in the car and still get almost as much pleasure out of it. Yeah, I don't think I ever really enjoyed hurting people's. Maybe a little. Because yeah. the thing is, I viewed them as like part of society. Sure. That's what it became, you know. It's How like you're just viewed you. You're just yelling at society. You're not thinking about what you're doing to the individual. And that's a very e- criminal disconnect there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's convenient. I do that's for sure part of teenage angst, I think. It, yeah. Why you vandalize and litter and shit. I mean, I assume everyone's exactly like me. If only, Johnny, the world be a much something or place. It would be much better, but we would not get a lot done. There's definitely some of that. There would not be a new iPhone coming out every year. Let me tell you that and much. And he says better. I mean, it would be a lot less racist, but a lot fewer iPhones. I'll take it. Definitely electricity would go not down. Not everybody looks like you, right? Oh, no, no. Okay. There are still different gendered folk out there. They're not a bunch of know. Johns just running around paying prostitutes. 
and looking like you. Yeah, and the prostitutes look like me too. Exactly. That's terrifying. That's a Malkovich Malkovich I don't want to see. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just picturing it now. I know. And you got this trucker hat on and I'm just It is disturbing, but there's something something about it. Yeah. I could get used to this place. Yeah. Yeah. I really don't think I would enjoy my company if I met me. I might have a few moments with me where I really thought I was a hoot and a holler, but soon it'd turn into a pissing contest and I'd be like, who's this guy needs to be the center of attention? Well, well, I'm the center of attention. Oh, uh, I'm going to give him a good show of it. And then it'd go... Oh, it'd... What do we mean by if yourself? Like, I was picturing someone exactly like you, but what uh, if it was just people with your exact same DNA? Uh, they could be significantly different. They I, might be fun to visit just for a weekend or something. So what then... What, what is, you mean they just look like you? They, well, they don't just look like you. They have the exact same DNA. So they... They have these studies they've done, which is like a very rare thing that this happens. Were you reading studies again? Or they, they've been tracking all the instances of twins separated at birth, identical twins who were somehow separated at birth mm-hmm. uh, on purpose or by circumstance. And they, or, they have similar lives? Yeah, and then they later find each other. And like some very interesting, like these two guys are both firemen. Or like, and mm. it's not just dumb like shit, but... Anyway, they found certain things. There's, there's a, a documentary about three of those brothers, three identical strangers, who mm. are like, we're identical strangers, and then they're, they're all brothers, and it's very strange, and they didn't that, know it. Wait, did they, oh, they, okay, they found each other later. I yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Are they similar? Yeah. I only saw the trailer. I like the movie trailers, John. That's fair. You I know, mean, they, show, I don't really, they show most look, of the movie. I'm not going to watch it. I get, you get the best parts. You get to be like, oh, that looks... I already I'm read this study. That. Oh, yeah, it's a good point. If you think the book is better than the movie, try reading the fucking study that inspired the book. Dude, if you thought the movie was good, try the lunch to help pay for the movie. <laughs> it was delicious. It was a power lunch, Johnny. If you thought Batman the movie was good, try the new 24-ounce nacho cup. At Taco Bell you with know, Batman on the thing. I was about to say Batman. It's got Batman on the thing. It's got Batman. To say that part. It's got a picture of Batman on the cup. It's a uh, commemorative. You know this Robert. Pat- this is gonna date. I really went into Alex Jones. That uh, that that Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Team Team Edward. Team Jacob. Uh, Edward. Team Edward. There you go. Thanks. I'm calling it, guys. I'm sorry, listeners. You're not gonna be pleased about this. I'm just gonna ca- gonna cast my die, Johnny. Mm-hmm. He's going to make a great Batman. Oh, is he Batman? He's Batman. People ain't happy about it on account of the Ed, Team Edward and the shimmering. Yeah, that's and Maybe they're not being the, the most stellar of actors in the past I hope and other a, things. I could see it if it's a, a dark Batman. Like, uh, yeah. maybe not too dark, but you know, like the, the uh, fucking, uh, that guy who does all the weird movies. The Christian Bale. No, like the, oh, the, the, the Jack Tim, Nicholson. The Tim Burton. Yeah, Tim Burton. His whole aesthetic is very dark, like that type of thing. But mm-hmm. it can't take itself too seriously because I won't be able to take him that seriously. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, I've, I'm going to. Anyway, I'm just I just broke it down for you. Just, so okay. there you go. I'm just going to say that if you saw maybe of his last five, he does the independent movies like the Shia LaBeouf. Guys, Shia LaBeouf is a sometimes talented actor, okay? <laughs> oh, let me tell you. American I'm Honey. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, you were into that. American, American Honey is one of the best movies I've seen in quite some time. I thought he was good in that tank movie, Fury. I just thought he was good. I believe it. He can commit. I know he's a bit of a whack job, but come on, guys. He's got, he had some growing up to do. He's working on it, but he can commit. It's like, well, it's like Tom well, Cruise. You want Tom Cruise ain't the best actor, but if you hire Tom Cruise for a job, he's going to work hard. Yeah. I mean, he was. I, this movie was good. It could have been someone else as well, but. Yeah. He's got an Wait, army do people, of people want actors to be like normal? No good actors no. are like normal. Of That's course, if you're a fucking actor with money, you're going to do weird ass shit. Yeah. If you're anything, any type of actual artist, which is what he's trying to do. Are you trying to justify your weirdness because you're such an artist? I don't really need. There's things that I should defend before that. I feel that. like it's, uh, when it comes to, they say you can't have art in a civilization without like. You're talking about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Well, yeah. And, uh, and so... At the end, you become a god. Right. What? Check. Um, so think that goes the same for eccentricity to a certain point. You can't go walking around in platforms if you're being hunted. Um, 
And guess what? You just found out you're being hunted. Yeah. Again, I like to bring this back all the time because uh, on account of our uh, of who you and I are, the word privilege, uh, the working definition is the, uh, the majority of the problems have you create for yourself. And I think that's, <laughs> that's very interesting a lot of the times. That's not fair. Why isn't that fair? I would... There is no way I would, will, or could ever be in a situation where I'm not causing most of my problems myself. That just means you're That's, that privileged. But I could have blowing your mind? been born Bruh. without arms or legs. Bruh. Yeah. And I would still... Okay. Yeah. You know what? It didn't check out. I yeah. took it for a. I I tried to play it out. Look, I ran. I ran the simulation. I didn't want to have to blow. And your mind. I realized, you know what? Yeah. No, that doesn't work. If I had no arms that's or what, legs, that's what I'm here for. We can talk. We can talk it out. We can talk it out. I was imagining you again with you know because I have a very vivid imagination, Johnny. I'm, I'm, I'm creative like that. You're always I'm bragging artist, about frankly. your imagination, huh? Johnny. I'm bragging about everything. Look, I know other people can like, like a very picture a dragon. But when you said no, I really legs, picture. I was really seeing it because I'm like a director. Basically, I yeah. almost see it on stage, but like you've always all said the that about yourself stage to me, right? And so, bruh, I was seeing like a million John Malkoviches, but not Malkoviches, just like Johns, like you, mm-hmm. just like you know Malkovich, 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 mm-hmm. but with no arms or no legs this time, right? Mm. And it was beautiful because I was taller and uh, and more powerful than all of you, no matter how many of you there were, no matter how you voted as a whole body. <laughs> <laughs> we still can't win an election i still can't get the person no. i want elected even no. when it's entirely clones of myself no. you always look at me and go no that's an ideal that's an ideal human right there lead us what were we saying about me bragging uh about your sense of <laughs> your, your imagination Oh, the best. It's like how a four-year-old best brags. brain, Johnny. Oh, yeah, you like to play with cars? Well, when you picture it, it's like shitty. But when I picture it, I really see it. Pretty much. Isn't that how a lot of like religious fervor goes? It's uh, like, the, I, I'm a, I believe harder than you do. You know, if it's not backed up by actions, I feel like there's just a lot of... Uh, I don't know. Tell me about... Is that a thing? Oh, like within I mean, a religious community? Oh like, yeah. I guess the in the pious? sense... In the sense where like... Yeah, you're not doing as good a job about it. But holier but than thou, quite literally. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I guess I never thought of it before as like part of it is you're specifically sort of like bragging about the fact that you believe it as opposed to just like yeah. the fact that you're living like the tenants or whatever. Jesus even called people out on this. He said, you know, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the uh, something sees, sees candies. Uh, they they would uh, tear, that out. tear their robes and, and pull their hair and cry out on their knees and, and spurn themselves. Basically, all of this self-flatulation in, yeah. in the name of the Lord. And, uh, and he recognized that. Is that the that, same thing, though? Huh? See, well, it's interesting. Like, when I think about that, I still think of it differently. That's more like showing how willing. Yeah, I guess that's the same thing. Yeah. 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 Showing how... You could show how much you're willing to do for someone without necessarily specifically. You familiar with the concept of related. tithing, like the money you? Pay? Yeah, yeah. So you give like ten percent to yeah. the church. You know, say in a lot of Christian houses. Yeah, that's so. a good example. You give ten percent. An example of this would be like, say there's a family that gives fifteen percent because yeah. they feel that they're blessed and they're called to do more. Telling somebody else in the church that they give fifty, they tithe fifteen percent. Yeah. Is a holier than thou move. There's no need to broadcast. Yeah, that you're more faithful in your actions. It would be more effective if if you are on equal playing fields economically too. Absolutely. Because if you have more money, then it becomes a different. I was thing. just trying to come up with a hypothetical. Like, who would tie fifteen percent? These guys got to be rich. Yeah, I couldn't think of it. But you're absolutely right. No, for sure. But and uh, or somebody you know uh, goes out of their way to only shop at Goodwill or. Uh, has a has a uh, well, hipsters uh, you're talking about yeah where they have uh, this year we aren't doing Christmas at our house we're giving all of our money to poor children in Nicaragua oh yeah well, I'm giving it to poor children even far 
farther away. You can't think of a place. It's basically Timbuktu. You don't know where Nicaragua is, do you? I feel like Australia might be farther. Damn it, Johnny. I'll give it to you. Australia's farther. You win. <laughs> I don't know how long the flight is technically, but I'm going to say from where we are right now. I was just trying to figure out at what point can you turn around and go the other way. That's, <laughs> that's what you have to take into account. <laughs> but being holier than thou is it? I mean, if you've ever been involved in anything religious, it's like 50% of the bag. Yeah, I feel like the thing I was saying had a slightly different subtlety to it. But honestly, I have no recollection of how this sentence even started. Now, are you, so, are you, have you ever dabbled in the spirituality, Johnny? Were you raised religiously in the good book or others? No, but you know what? I was going to say something like, I think there's something interesting about reading it, but that's what, I mean, anyone's going to say that. So I'm just going to say Not no. anyone. There's a lot of people that are like, oh. yeah, I guess some people would adamantly, yeah. Oh, bucks. <laughs> makes me laugh every time. Oh, gross. Bucks. <laughs> right. right. The, it, the most influential uh, piece of literature on Western civilization, the Bible is. Sure. It helps to know some of it. It don't also hurt. Also best-selling. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I, that's funny. How much are people selling Bibles for? You know what? I, it, I mean, not expensive usually. Lot, you could go to a Christian bookstore at the mall. It's and not, they probably have a lot of $40 or 50 and higher Bibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're selling some Bibles. But they are... I kind of thought you could just acquire them easily. A few years ago, I you did. You can. They're like guns. <laughs> you, can, you get a lot of Bible. And you know what? Why? Well, because, again, the average person, not everybody owns a Bible. But if you do own a Bible, you own several. That's hmm. like guns. I do have more than one Bible. I do have more than one Bible. If I do. Yeah. I should have four. I think I only have two. But I also have... You should have four? (laughs) What does that even mean? Oh, it means that if you have two Bibles... Oh, you should have... I get you. And I am so much holier than that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But I do know that there is... You only have like nine books at all. I have a small place, Johnny. And one of those books is Infinite Jest, so it takes up a lot of space. Yeah. It really is just one of those like white guy books that you just keep around and you're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, one of these days, or whatever, or not. I've not. read most of it. Really? Yeah. Surely you just. I think like. Don't call you Shirley. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> not the jest part. <laughs> just the fact that Shirley's a name. <laughs> you know, like an airplane. There's a great movie. I was very surprised how good it was. Can't remember what it's called right now. But here's the thing. It's got. The little Rascals. Keanu Reeves. Um, Maybe he's a father. Uh, yeah, anyway. He, yeah. What about that's, it? I'm not, I'm Keanu Reeves, the internet's boyfriend, newly deemed. The internet's boyfriend? Yeah. That's funny. Um, the Keanu-sans. You're, 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 I don't know how internet savvy you are, Johnny, but that's a that's Not a as happening. much as you would expect by looking at me. That's actually very true. You're kind of like, but at the same way, you, you have like, I mean... I don't trust you on account of knowing you and uh, your physical appearance. But I, I think that if you just cleaned up the physical appearance a little bit and, and lied just a fraction better, you, you could pass as a Mormon. Like, you're like hmm. a slovenly Mormon now. But, like, if you shaved, hmm. I'd buy it. Is it my demeanor? You, you have a welcoming soft-spokenness sometimes. That's nice to hear. Yeah, sometimes it's not welcoming. Sometimes it's just kind of soft-spoken and and and, and not soft-spoken. It's just biting, and it's just like, well, you're going to retire to the closet where I keep the lithium, and you're just like, oh, oh, okay. You know, that's nice to hear. Yeah. Most of the time it is, Johnny. No, I'm saying eat both ways. Oh, yeah. I like both. The, yeah. I'm, I'm happy with both of those things. Yeah. That's the who I want to be, I think. Um, it will make for an endearing old person. Now it's pretty creepy, you know, in the 30s. But as you get on up in ages and you're just like... Really? I feel like everything people, gets creepier with age. No, that's going to be great if you're like, anyways, I'm going to retire to the closet where I keep the lithium. People are going to be like, that guy's a riot. 
now it's still it's just problematic and we're concerned for you i see that's we fair. won't care later on that's we'll, fair. it'll just be 100 percent cute And now it's time to explore the terrestrial airwaves and get a taste of a show that has a much wider audience than our own. And he looks at his party and goes, you're not from around here, are you? (laughs) We all got in the basement and my grandfather went to the front door like 10, 15 minutes after it was over. And he had a tree in the front yard. Uh, it was just, you know, it was a 110-year-old tree. Big old tree. And probably weighed, I don't know, 50,000 pounds, right? <laughs> so it had been pulled out of the yard, and it was down. Roots and all. Everything. It was down in the middle of the street at the intersection. Wow. And my grandfather stood at the front door. He looked where the tree tree's gone. It's all the way down, the, you know, probably a hundred, couple hundred feet down <sighs> in the middle of the road in an intersection. And his response was, uh, Goddamn kids. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was the kids. He always blamed everything on the kids. Everything had happened, man. I went uh, in the water like a week ago. The beach, Johnny. I went to the beach. Yeah. Now, my alabaster complexion is not... I've gotten third-degree sunburn mm. several times. Mm-hmm. Like blisters the size of golf balls. It's unpleasant, listeners. It hurts. Shed like a snake. Just peel off. A whole layer of me. Just, just flaked off in a suburban home. Sold to strangers later on. Anyway, it is gross stuff and very painful and uncomfortable. I have a, a, a phobia. I can put on the SPF 96 and then yeah, I'll have to reapply an hour later or we're in trouble. You have a phobia? Yeah. Of what? Of not of applying Of being it? sunburned. Of being sunburned. Got it. I was, I was uh, a child. We were at the beach. Yeah, I can the, fill in the I put details. On the sun, I get it. I put on you got a sunburn. I went in the water all day because what am I doing? Oh, I'm okay, sorry, sorry. And I never reapplied. You went in the water all day. Yeah, and I never reapplied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and well, the water will like all day. And the reflection off the water will really all of fuck it, you. All of it, and it, it, it was it was excruciating. I went to Sea World. We were in San Diego. I went to Sea World oh, with the dude, family in a Maryland. wheelchair. I think I've talked about this in a wheelchair. No, Johnny. I don't think so. I was holding. Yeah, I got great seats on account of the wheelchair. And, Wait, uh, from a sunburn? That's correct. You were so sunburned that you were in a wheelchair? That's correct. Holy shit, man. I mean, it wasn't like... The... I thought the story was going to be you got sunburned at SeaWorld. That would totally make no, sense. We were on a family vacation. Like when I was in, Yes, when I was like in middle school. And went to the beach. I got sunburned real bad on day one. And mind you, we're here for like a week. You know, you bought the... We got three other kids in the family. Yeah. And I'm just like sun-poisoned. You know, and I'm, they're, I'm they're feverish. Not. They got to keep, they got to, they're on the family vacation. The family's got to keep doing the thing. Mm-hmm. SeaWorld is going to be one of those things. It's like probably the main thing, you know, when you're, when you got a family of four or whatever. So uh, I couldn't walk. I was in too great yeah. a pain. You family know, of four and the, no the soul thing. between the So four I wasn't like in a hospital and they're like, this man needs a wheelchair on account of the sunburn. But since I was there and they're like, we got a ton of wheelchairs, you know, for, for the heavier of folk or the handicapped of different sorts. And I was the latter. So you didn't come in on a wheelchair. No. You no. just had a wheelchair wall there. Yes. Okay. That, that is different. Yes. But again, great, great seats at the shows. Um, well, I, what I was going to ask her earlier, and I think I know the answer now, mm-hmm. is uh, not that this was the primary intention, mm-hmm. but would you still have done it if it didn't contribute to the lines or seats positively uh yes you think so Well, i wouldn't have been able to stay with the family it was like either mom stays home with the kid or we dragged in with us too but gotta throw wheel them around in a wheelchair with an umbrella yeah yeah and, and, and reapplying aloe and i'm just going making your skin is all it's all that all that was bad um but my favorite and i think the, the listeners would agree the best the best exhibit at the SeaWorld, um, outside of maybe getting splashed at a show or something like that, is the beluga whales. Obviously. They can move their foreheads, John. Mm. Not the killer whales? No. Fuck the killer whales. They do a whole fucking show. Those murderous pricks. No. Well, I mean, I've never given them my the money, beluga so I wouldn't know. It's just a beautiful... But, uh... It's a beautiful beacon of white supremacy. The beluga... <laughs> 
Okay, they can move their foreheads, Johnny. Do uh, white people move their foreheads? No. But Is that a thing? I was just thinking about how it's kind of a little unbecoming that my favorite whales is just this pearly white. I got you. Beautiful white. But, but they bet they get sunburned, too. If you just I didn't really out. think of them as that way because I just think of them as underwater. They do kind of look like some doofy bald fucks. Like me. And uh, they're also quite pale skin anyways they're they're beautiful creatures and they were uh you know they like the cold water they need that cold water they were inside they were in an inside exhibit and i had to ditch the, they had no wheelchair access and i got out of my wheelchair towards they the end of the o- night. wait i need to interrupt they offered wheelchairs for people to use and then they didn't have wheelchair access at their own fucking park i mean they had wheelchair access at many places right but at this Come exhibit? the beluga whale exhibit that's, no, that seems like a mistake. It was the '90s, Johnny. Uh, I mean, I guess they also were keeping a killer whale in a box exactly the same size as it. Yeah. But. Um, so, moral of the story is, I had to pause on the wheelchair and go. You know what, guys? I'm gonna like a like a dramatic scene in a movie. Like I can yeah. learn to walk again. Like a preacher came moments. by. Yeah, exactly. And I did it, and I went and saw my. Beloved belugas, they're everything. You, I, thank you. They're everything I hoped and dreamed they would be, and it was worth getting out of the wheelchair for. Is that the first time you saw it a beluga? It was painful. Maybe in person. I'd possibly been to Baltimore and seen some there before. I'd definitely been to the Baltimore Aquarium. Shout out! It's a lovely mm. place. It's in, a good one. Uh, Inner Harbor there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's puffins, Johnny. It's birds. They dive and they swim under the water. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyways, very colorful. Uh. So the beluga whales, I came out and... I've never gone to one as cool as Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I've only gone in like Hawaii and Australia. Life on the street. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, What? You say Australia? Yeah. And where else? I was not listening. I was just thinking, damn it, Johnny. I realize now you're being facetious. Yeah, yeah. But... (sighs) It's a dumb. It's stupid. The Baltimore. No, you've 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 bested me on the aquariums, Johnny. There's no saying otherwise. Look, if you told me the Boston or whatever, whatever fucking dumb city you were whatever talking about, stupid ass East Coast, Baltimore, Johnny. It's a treasure. Um, if you told me it was the number one aquarium, I would believe you. Yeah, aquariums, homicide rates—they kind of go hand in hand. Um, Detroit, beautiful oh, aquarium. The fish the in Detroit. Best. So, uh, Chicago Aquarium? Um, anyhow, somebody stole my wheelchair. I came out being like, I walked, it's painful, but I did it. Let's get back to that sweet wheelchair. And my chariot awaits, and it, did, it didn't wait. Somebody was like, saw an empty wheelchair in that pause. Here's your park your wheelchair because we don't For, have a wheelchair access. While you were place. looking at the belugas, yes. someone fucking took it? Yes. And then that it was doesn't like even back make sense end. because they couldn't even use it in the thing. Why were they even there? You know, it was towards the end of the evening and I think and we, we had it in the just park your wheelchair here. Let's just go inside. We That's came out. It was gone. Bullshit, and it, it was all man. back off the wheelchair. The pick up your free wheelchair was definitely at the front of the park and we're like, well, you know, we're going to be leaving soon. You're fine, right, Dan? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Damn it, Belugas! It was worth it. I'm glad it was. That's really fucked up, though. Yeah. Did you know the? Do you caviar? know what I'm saying? Why yes. were they there? Hmm? I guess they were just like maybe they got done and they were like, I could use one of these. Maybe, maybe somebody, that's the only thing. Maybe I... there were some kids running by and they were like, Hey, let's play this. Woo! Yeah, it was gone. I mean, that's basically what I said. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I wasn't listening. Um, beluga whales, Johnny. You hear beluga, you know caviar, the best caviar is beluga. Did you know that? And it's not from the whales. There's a fish called beluga mm. and spelled differently. I didn't know that. I spent many years thinking the beluga whale was responsible for the best caviar in the world. And then being the best whale in the world, it all made sense to me. It's weird. But then the tiny eggs, that didn't make sense. And then I, I okay, now I get it. It's weird that you didn't know... That there was a different type of beluga, but you did know what the best type of caviar was. Like, that's a weird oh. combination. Yeah. Like, I didn't know either of those things. I like to know very little about a lot of things. Mm. It helps me on the bullshitting. Yeah. And the conning. Man, I love a good con. Right. I I think if it weren't for the born again... uh <laughs> 
uh, what's that thing that call it most people? Conscience. Guilt. Conscience yeah. that was instilled. <laughs> Guilt. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the difference between someone raised Jewish and Christian. <laughs> Conscious guilt. Guilt. Yeah. 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 That, yeah. Um, I think I could have made a solid. Con- I like to fantasize about the. Con Dude, me life. too. I could. I read. I fucking love cons. I've read so many yeah. con books and the. Um, I like the long con. If- <laughs> fan of the. <laughs> You know, it takes dedication. Yeah, you're it's con- really an art. You're a con man's con man. Yeah, now, now you follow me. I'm like the David Cross of, of <laughs> yeah. con man. Um, yeah, I love a good con. I would be a con man if it weren't for like the necessity of charisma. Yeah. No, it's not the charisma. You know, the thing about it is con, which I didn't even know for, you know, probably till I was like 20. It's a prefix that means against. Oh, I, no, I knew that when I was okay. like 14. But um, confidence. Like, it's a confidence man. That's why I could never be a con man. Are you kidding? Oh that, is, my God. that is my worst that is fucking hilarious. trait. Yeah. You know the chicken crossing the street to get to the other side? I've heard of him. Uh, it could be a woman. It could. Uh, it dies. Uh, eventually? Or? No, on the in the street. Okay, that's all. It's just one of those things you hear your whole life, and like like confidence, man. And you go, oh, I'm gonna put two and two together. There. Wait, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the chicken getting to the other side. Yeah, I've heard tell. Why does that? It's not uh because he's going somewhere is the punchline. It's not like a nonsense. It's there's is a punch, and it's the double entendre of the other side. Oh my god! Right? No, I don't think so. Maybe? No, I don't. Come but on. I, I liked it for a second because it does work, but that just doesn't ring true. Like that's a weird. That's such a fucking Christian like myth that was passed around at Christian <laughs> camp or some shit. I think it was on Reddit. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I was watching. I uh, do appreciate it though. Oh, thanks. It was worth a try. I was watching uh, VH1. Some replays of crit. not to brag. Yeah, I know, I know. It was pop up video and uh, the it was VH13 behind, behind the the music and uh, storytellers. Anyways, I was watching the, the cribs, um, mm-hmm. and they had that's an MTV vehicle. If I uh-huh. so is VH1. Shut up, you're ruining my joke. Okay, sorry. And uh, <laughs> and uh, David Blaine was uh, was showing people around his house. Yeah, and uh, like every room, he was like. So this is where the magic happened. Ah, it's good. I get to the bedroom. He's like, "I sleep here." <laughs> I couldn't. I, I the, the joke came up some. I don't remember how, and I was like, "Oh, there's there's no topical way to ever work in cribs anymore. <laughs> it's like pimp my ride. It's not. It's too dated that nobody's gonna believe that this joke wasn't ten years old." <laughs> yeah. It's not quite as bad. Remember as Pimp David my... Blaine, everybody. It's not quite Remember as bad. Cribs? As Pimp my ride. I couldn't even get MTV and VH1 right. Um, <laughs> I heard. I heard that VH1 originally was because MTV, you know, was music video. It was music television. John yeah. is what it was. I do use the past tense correctly, and so uh, they had all these 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 rock and rollers, you see, mm-hmm. and these young upstarts. And then as as MTV got older, and some of their executives got older, they said. Well, what about us? What about us? We feel like we're getting left behind. What about some good... What about bands like... I don't know. Like the Counting Crows. That are a little more easy listening. And VH1 was created... <sighs> that hurts, With man. the Counting Crows. The Counting Crows mean a lot to my soul still. But I hear what doesn't you're saying. Doesn't VH1? No. No. It doesn't no. at all. No. Um, I have no like... Yeah emotional memories of vh1 hootie and the blowfish were that's in, yeah they were in town recently oh and are good are the lovely that's where remember we're aaron remember that oh that, yeah dude i saw kind, him the other day he, the guy who sells gentleman. the it was yeah. he selling his, his wares he did the merchant the merch at hootie nice and he was just saying how like i think they they, they made a humble brag about or just a brag about uh their their first album or something having like every song and it was like charted you know, uh-huh. like every song was a single, uh-huh. and there was one only like maybe the white out al- some only like another album in history or something that did. You that. know what I feel like was kind of like that was Tragic Kingdom. It was close. 
There was a few that made, but yeah. On Sunday morning. Yeah, that was pretty good. I was there. I saw the Tragic Kingdom tour, uh, and Weezer opened for them, touring the album Pinkerton. That's a deep cut for those Weezer fans. Oh wow! I was I was they, surprised that the they were Tragic opening, Kingdom but I was like, oh, Pinkerton, Pinkerton! I get it. Come on, y'all! That's some sweet ass '90s stuff. I remember being there as a super Christian kid, and my dad took my brother and I to go see No Doubt, and he was very uncomfortable with the punk rock vibes and stuff. You and could then, totally see Weezer there, huh? Well, Weezer. Yeah, but then again, this was like Weezer, you know, you're like going there for the sweater song and being like, oh, dad, look, say that so. It's about something. Uh, but mostly it's like Surf Wax America. It's very accessible. But this is Pinkerton. This is about like yeah. young Asian girl fetish. True. It's a dark, darker phase. Yeah. There's a, did he sing about lesbians? But I also feel like it's oh, more. Yeah. It's not. It's vulnerable. Right. So Gwen Stefani was <laughs> Jesus very Christ. rock. You and, couldn't uh, wait. I said one word. That's all I had to get out was one word. Wait, what was it again? It was vulnerable. vulnerable yeah. No, I ain't got no time for that shit. <laughs> it is four syllables. So I was pushing it. No, just the vulnerability. Um, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go on. Pinkerton. It was, it was vulnerable. Critics panned No, it you didn't cut me off. It was just okay. the alacrity with which you moved on. If, if it was just like a tenth of a second difference, it would have... Not seemed weird. We're not for the history of this show and me. No, I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah, Tragic she, Kingdom. Yeah, Gwen uh, Stefani. Yeah, she. Had, there was that song. 1997. Something or other. Uh, just a girl. Yep. And you know it was a big hit. Like a lot of those songs, like you said. And she was breaking it down with the crowd. Uh huh. You know, doing a nice little vamp section. This one's a girl. This one's a boy. This one's a girl. So it's more like it was, but yeah, that was that was not a very good part of the vamp. I was like, why? Why do we care about labeling Barbie dolls? We can't see them from this distance. Anyways, she was like, "I'm just a girl," and then she puts the mic out into the audience for them to sing. Yeah, and then she would do a couple call and responses like that. You see, and then came this part, and again we're there with our Christian father, who's like not cool about this in general. Fuck you! I'm a girl, and then all the twelve-year-old girls around my father and stuff screaming that back. Yeah. I mean, the, that was kind of like you hearing the, an F word, Johnny, at, uh-huh. at a concert. That was probably the first time. Now, you hear it all the time now, and it sounds a lot of times like you're like, this guy's trying to keep it too cash. You actually, it was, it, or or not, or you're trying to like rile the crowd in the same way the comedian does in the fucking parking meter said, you know, it's just a little extra punctuation that's not always I hear what you're saying, but are necessary. you arguing that no doubt originated the concept of... Profanity. Well-placed profanity? Yes. No, it was my... If I remember correctly, it does predate the Tragic Kingdom. Ah, you're going to have to present some evidence for this one. But it was my first experience of an F word at a concert. Uh-huh. And especially having it With in front of my father there. He was... I was surprised we didn't leave right then. We were damn near close. I mean, this is the guy that took us to go see Rent on Broadway without knowing what it was. And then was like, at intermission, was like, let's get the fuck out of here. He left. That's yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, it's that is pretty intense to yeah. care that much. And like, I, I totally get it. If like, if it's an awkward thing, but like, if you would potentially actually leave, that is that's different. Yeah, you know, in that uh, holier than thou, uh, mm. set an example. Don't want to encourage this with your money or your presence. They already have the money, but they you know, already have the they money. They already have the money. Might as well just hang out and enjoy the music. Roof. Wow, I had a good rattle. I'll say, the ice cubes in your coffee mug there. Oh, uh, would you? Would, was it pleasing? Would yeah. Give us another ASMR thing on that. Yeah, that's kind of nice. I was really waiting for an an A H H H. I didn't want to do that. I know it was kind of not satisfying though. Like, I, did you even have a drink? It's like the bad guy died, and I didn't get to see him go and turn his head to the side. <laughs> Are you even dead? Did you quench that thirst or not? That is the worst when you're like, because a movie in other ways is cliche enough that you're like, well, they might just make him come back. So you can't do it that way. Yeah. You can't mix those two things. I can things. think of two specific examples. I feel like Batman, the one with Bane. Did 100%. Okay. 100%. That, that one was one of the two. Okay, yeah. And I'm ashamed to admit the other one. I am, like, actually ashamed right. to admit that in Transformers 3... I haven't seen it. <laughs> Mick Dreamy plays the bad guy, or 
Mick, one of the guys, Mick uh, Rib, or one of the guys from that show, uh-huh. is there in that movie? He's, he's oh, plays, oh, oh, Mick is like a Patrick doctor. Dempsey is his name. Okay, I'm and, sorry. And he plays. I was thinking of McLovin. He plays. Yeah, no, it's not that one. And he plays somewhat of an antagonist. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he's he's having a bad guy moment at like you know a three fourths part of the movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like he gets shot by an alien gun and he gets blown off camera. That's it. We never get. We never cut back to him. It didn't look like a kill shot. We have no way of knowing. Yeah. Did he get his comeuppance? Are they trying to bring him back later? If you're living in a world with Transformers, yeah, you need a little more finality. He's threatening to the the, death. our protagonist, yeah. and then he got some comeuppance, and the protagonist continued their journey. And I was like, "Is he coming back? <laughs> Is was there was poetic justice in fact served? I have not the foggiest because he didn't have a close up where he turned his head to the side with a little bit of blood dribbling out of his mouth as he went. <sighs> yeah, and neither did Bane, and I was fucked up. Because he took a lot of good hits. He could yeah. clearly take a lot of good hits. Yeah. It looked we like he know was, this about yes, him. Yes, it looked like he was wearing some body armor. Mm-hmm. Maybe bulletproof vest even. Yeah. Not sure he took like a missile to the chest. But again, it's he's a he is a comic book character. Yeah. Who seems rather indestructible. We're left to wonder. I do like the concept of the, what do they call it? The pit? I mm. thought that was a cool part. Hmm? Where he like he like has to get back into the like the like the legend. Oh, am I mixing up movies? No, yeah, that's it. That's the main one. Uh, uh, where he breaks his back. You talking about the Batman breaks? Yeah, his back but and... also like the history before it of like the. I mean, I didn't think the switch around was uh, that interesting, but just like the thing in itself, the idea of like there's this way out that you have to think about every day. That's true. And it's just the shittiest place on earth. That the the hope is what what kills people in the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we're gonna be. I mean, for me. Hey, was, now, John. That was my experience. That's still my place of employment. Yeah. Or is it not? We should bleep that. We're um, talking about Walmart. Um, nah, because I don't want to admit that on air because I'm ashamed because it's pit of hell. I mean, I, I'm sure some people. It's great. Pays the bills in excess, John. <laughs> That's excess Mongolia, a small village, and uh, that is excess bills that are barely paid. <laughs> I want to go to Russia, but Russia's fucking crazy. I uh, would be a little afraid. Again, there's a lot of privilege, you might say, Johnny. Uh, you would fit in well in Russia. You wouldn't necessarily be troubled. Unless you started dropping too many of your syllable S's. Well, yeah. Well, I am Russian, so that would help. Oh, are you? I mean, half, kind of. Mazel tov. Yeah, that half. Yeah. What is the Ashkenazi thing? I don't know what that means. I know it's a line. It's a- Yeah, there's like two main ones. There's Ashkenazi, and I don't know. I don't remember. I, the other name isn't as memorable. I've heard them both like well, the same number of times, yeah. but the other one just doesn't have the same ring to it. So hmm. that might even be what I am, but I don't really know. Both are equally in the line of David, however. I have no idea. Hmm. Well, probably. Yeah, sure. For sure. Do, I mean, we were talking about being a... Uh, overly zealous or, or showy in your displays of faith mm. i've never been to israel i imagine it happens there what about american jews i mean uh... yeah, in a religious community for sure in a religious community be, i'm for sure, sure it's exactly the same it is exactly why would it be any different um they're just so funny looking yeah that's gonna have to go huh? <laughs> They do have silly hats. I mean, if you're doing a worldwide religion and you don't have silly hats, the fuck are you doing? Fair. If you're having a British the wedding got a and you silly don't have silly hats, hat. what are you doing? Yeah. I felt really offensive when I went to a I believe wedding you were. and tried to wear the yarmulke. And it just, I couldn't get it to stay. And it seemed disrespectful, like it's falling on the ground. But I was trying in earnest. It just, it wasn't working. Whereas I went to a Jew, I was playing music at a Jewish wedding. I bet it fit like a glove. Fit like a glove, brother. 
and and I gotta tell you, looked fabulous. Yeah. And so I think it was all my luscious hair that got I, in the way. Yeah, and I think it let, not unlike a beautiful suction and a, just a, a nice covering. Just a nice again. I could use protection from the sun. It just it looked good. It That's felt fair. good. Felt natural, Johnny. And 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 I had to have it. I was in the ceremony. Mm. That's pretty Anyways, cool. Again, because it felt fit so naturally, and uh, you know, what with the, my past and the suffering, and so I, I, I was in the ceremony. The ceremony concluded. Mm. Jump like straight to after drinks, <laughs> and I didn't think to take it off. Mm. So you didn't have it on before the ceremony. You just put it on for the ceremony itself. Yes. Okay. And somebody had to say to me, "Hey, Dan, uh, you know, uh, you can take off the armor now." Really? That seems weird. Yeah. Was that like what other people did? Only have it for the the ceremony? I think so, for the most part. It wasn't a I very feel like that's Jewish not... wedding. It was a liberal Jewish wedding. Seems kind of costumey to put it on at all, then. <laughs> Doesn't it? I mean, you're doing like a religious ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I think we both made fair points. Costumey, pageantry. Yeah. What can you do? Tomato, tomato. Yeah. That's a Jewish phrase, right? Those uh, GD kids. My daughter's going to uh, college in August in Texas, just north of Dallas at UNT. And so, oh no, <laughs> is that right? So I've been been trying to keep up on you know getting acclimated with the weather and getting her used to the idea because she's only ever lived here. Oh wow! And but, that, but that's south of Tornado Alley. They get tornadoes. They do. They get tornadoes. They get they get they get. Uh, I mean, it's the southern end of it because right. it's you know, but it's still north of Dallas, and and they wow. get hail. They get really bad storms. So. Oh no. <laughs> Is that right? People literally tie mattresses to their co- tops of their cars. So when's that your last day here at KFI? Because yeah. you're going to move in with her. I know that. <laughs> Crozier has, has one uh, uh, great daughter, and she goes to college in August. Yeah. And, yeah, and graduates in three weeks. Dude, that you are going to be a mess. Your whole life has been her. You've been the world's greatest dad to her. I'm already a mess. That's great. <laughs> what is she studying? Uh... uh <laughs> Uh, little. It's open right now, but she really loves the theater. So. Oh no! <laughs> is that right? Go figure, buddy. This makes me so crazy. I uh, is she eighteen now? Mm. Mm. Is she eighteen? Yeah, uh, she'll be eighteen in August. Okay. Yeah. When my daughter was a toddler and just walking, oh yeah, I would bring her in, and she would walk around people while I'm doing interviews, and she would literally step over cords and wow. cables, and people would still tell me they remember that back then. That's and that, really cool. Meanwhile, she today, was seven. I, Hey, do you have a problem with me? Because all you do is give me tood lately. <laughs> Buddy, I, I know that, I mean, I don't know what the relationship was, but but that kid of yours, man, she was very close to you and still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got lucky. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something. Is tomorrow I'm going, I've been going to this testing facility thing. Go um, on. Where they give you like different uh sort of like intellectual Correct. and uh yeah ketamine um like uh personality psychological tests a battery of tests you might say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh i've gone two days and then uh, over the course of like a month and tomorrow is the th- last day where or they go over the results with me of your tests mm-hmm. i've what they've concluded about i mean broadly my personality but it's sort of it's supposed to be sort of career focused, like what you should be doing. Is this a Church of Scientology thing? Well, no. Latter Day Saints. No, but it does turn out that that it's funny you should say that because mm-hmm. it did turn out coincidentally that that's what I should be doing with my life. Is the Scientology is being yeah? Like I thought it was going to be like firefighter or writer. But it just said Scientologist. So it didn't really like, go again, into... I'm pretty sure it wasn't run by the Church of Scientology. It was just just a helpful test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was... It may have had L. Ron Hubbard in the name, but it wasn't a specifically Scientology. No, no, no. I mean, again... You it just... had a very great, vague name, like yeah. Institute of Human Development. You know, Scientologists, they, oh, they're fucking... Like, he's great at coming up with those names. They have all those buildings. Like, I think we've talked about that before. Higher learning centers? Yeah, or there's one, um, what's the... Psychology. uh, Yeah, the Museum of Death one. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Isn't that what the name of that museum is? Psychology 
colon the a museum of death. I believe so. Yeah. Or wow. something to that effect, certainly. Or but is that, it the yeah. Museum of Tolerance? I don't remember. Anyways, they're both weird museums in Los Angeles. I can't say I've ever been to the Could Museum of Tolerance. Could you give me tolerance. an ah? Would it kill you after a delicious ASMR just I'm not that kind gulp? of person. I, I want you to put on airs for us. Could you give us just one good take? Anyway, so the thing that I'm divulging about my life to you. I was paying attention the whole time. Um... Yeah, I, I have. Some, I think I'm a little nervous about it. But yes, yeah, so it's supposed to what you'd be good at also, which is like I kind of know that, but I have never done that. So I think it can be very valuable to hear some things like in a concrete way. Like, don't do that. Yeah. Do this thing. I have proof here that you hate or have no interest, you know, in this. And this thing you seem to enjoy. You think they're just throwing darts back there in the test? Is it like a tarot card reading? N- no. Okay. I don't think it's that difficult to actually Because if they're like, something. you know what? I know it sounds crazy, but plumber. And you're like, this means something. And somebody's just making up some shit. Could have drastic consequences. I know somebody that goes to get the tarot card readings. And she was like asking her about her romantic life and what's going on and stuff and she's like no nothing really and in the end the lady was like i think you need to get out more (laughs) that was a tarot card lady's advice (laughs) means you're going too much you're wearing not enough crystals something's wrong the crystals are not doing the thing speaking of liking con men you know what i was looking up the other day is like if they still have like hotline you know, remember like the one eight. Well, we've mm-hmm. we featured Miss Cleo on the show before. Yeah, that's what that song Drake. Drake got that song. Anyways, I'm not familiar. Oh, um, he's, he's the a, Canadian he's gentleman. That's correct. So I found <laughs> a, a site advertising a service that is still in operation, mm-hmm. and like different people had different rates. Like you could pick which oh. person looked good, almost like a. I don't know why the first thing that comes to mind is like looked uh, good. Pet finder, like those are not pet finder. You know, the ones where people watch your pets, like yes. something or like Fiverr. Have you ever been to Fiverr? No. Just something where people have different things, like a little bit about themselves and then you pick them, but they all have different rates. Um, and I want to look into doing that because uh, <laughs> they were all per minute and uh, some of them were quite high. But like if you could be middle of the pack, and get like one or two dollars a minute. That's a lot per hour. If you're actually getting business the whole time, sure. Or if you're not, then you're like, if you can make, if you can get business enough to like make it worthwhile, and that in between time, you can just be doing something cool, like jerking off or whatever. I think that a coworker was actually telling me about this, how there was a, a gentleman he heard about that, that got into the phone sex business. And he was a... That's not what I was talking about. But. I think it is, though, Johnny, in the end. Uh, because he was saying that he would his thing was to uh, ridicule men. Mostly wow. men. Especially, like, probably... So he would just... But the calls would generally be brief. And you know? like a dominatrix. Sort yeah. Of so he'd get a call. He's like, and a lot of times, you know... But it'd be generally people trying to get the most bang for their buck. So they'd already be well into their session and call him up shorter <laughs> breath. Just and he's scream like, yeah, asshole and he's like, at me. Yeah, and he's like, you filthy fucking piece of shit. You disgusting, wanking motherfucker. And, and then the guy's like, ah! That's and then, so fucking... Then, they get, then he gets paid. But that... the thing is, he has to keep his phone on him like all the time and like be ready to be like, oh, one second here. Uh, yeah. And then just like talk some serious biz real quick. Do you need to though, or could you just like pass Have up hours? opportunities? You could pass up. Well, that's it. I think he was such an entrepreneur. He's like, no, I I'm on call right twenty four seven for my clients because you would get the regulars. I imagine you establish yeah. some some you know business relationships. Yeah. And then he got his wife into it, and then they just you know hang out making phone calls all day, printing that sex. Is this money. some really? This is yeah. a real. It sounds like a great character from something. I mean, yeah, it's real. This, this is, have you met this person? I haven't met this person. I could have met this person and didn't know it. But to my knowledge, no. no do you know met. who they are? They're like, do you, it's a f- specific you know, friend? I, this was uh, told to me by a coworker. He he heard it somewhere. I think he probably heard it on the Joe Rogan podcast. Wait, I have no a idea. coworker where he you was, are currently? Yes. Oh, no, I don't believe that for a second. If you told me it was somewhere cooler than he I was, might. He's a trustworthy individual. He's bald. I want to say I'm not 
sure exactly what it was that made me realize it wasn't true. But that is a hill I will die on. Anyway, that uh, testing thing turned out to be very positive. And maybe I will talk about it on a different episode. Or maybe not at all. Positivity is not really our brand. We're going to close it out with some office gossip. What's that you say? That sounds terrible? I know! Office gossip is usually like, there's a level where it's entertaining but not enough to be on a show. Then there's the level where it's entertaining enough to listen to not on a show if you happen to know the people, but not if you don't. And then somewhere a couple levels below that in the realm of it's not going to make me kill myself, but if this is all I did in life, then yes, I would indeed kill myself. That's usually where I uh, land on the office gossip, but I left it in. I just chopped it up into something that I felt would be entertaining. And honestly, the people that this weird chopped up story is based on have been nothing but super nice to me. So I hope they all find happiness. All right. I love you all. Goodbye. He's bald. Oh, I, no, I know exactly who it is. It has. Oh, shit. We're talking about different people. Okay, so start from the beginning so I can picture the right person now. All right. So this guy, I want to say, like, never grew out of Creed. Or okay, well, we that's speculative. Let's stick to... I, I don't know it's if that's It's not quite a juggalo, true. but um, anyways, really excited about I have movie. definitely listened to Insane Clown Posse I and 311. I want to make fun of Tool, and I realize I, maybe they have some good stuff. I don't listen oh, to Oh, Tool? Come on. I, just, put... I know, I know. I, I was going to just... That was just to be mean. <laughs> that's hilarious. You got 311, Limp Bizkit, and Tool just ruining music for everybody. <laughs> um And Natalie and Brulia. So, uh. Well, I guess. That's like Tom Waitsy. I was about to say it sounds. I guess the fortune teller's right. Should have known what was there. Not some holy light. I don't really remember the words, but. But you crawl beneath my veins and now. Got kind of creedy at the end. Yeah. Wait. That married woman. Can I clarify something? Yes. Is it. What you're saying is that they had relations. That's the <laughs> carnal such, relations. Fucking re- this, the way I'm dancing around it. So they I'm like a, I'm like a, a like a virgin mother. penguin. That's that's the type of sexuality like comfort level I'm exuding right now. A virgin penguin. They What's uh, so, so they prudish about penguins. Come on, you don't it's agree? Horn dogs? I don't know. You don't agree? Maybe not. It's a cute image. I guess. And it's cute when I'm sexless. Flash forward a couple That's years. That's not necessarily like work. Flash forward a couple years. Okay. Listen into um Lit. Oh, okay. Okay. Lit had some Lit had some <laughs> their hits were solid songwriting. I don't know. Listening to Stained. He is still okay. listening okay. to Okay, there you go. There you go. <sighs> okay, well, we're hitting more of the nail on the head here. Flash forward a couple years, a couple stained albums later. Disturbed, stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, when I was a kid, I got no respect, no respect at all. You know, the time I was lost on a beach, and a cop had me look for my parents. I said to the cop, "I think we'll find them." He said, "I don't know, kid. There's so many places I could hide." <laughs> to possibly just murder someone for being a dick on the road—that is fucking crazy. Okay. Flash forward a couple Shine Down albums. Okay. Some okay, Disturbed, okay, 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 okay. some Stained years later. They're both out of the picture now. They're both out of the picture okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. Somebody shows me a screen caption. The problem situation is abstract. Listen. Listen. Mm. Oh, I thought this was like someone oh, no. got a picture of him saying, he, no, no, no. He so, posted this. No, no. Okay. His wife clearly okay. writing as him. I, okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, keep What going. I'm saying is, I'm working 40 hours, six long days, and I'm highly embarrassed every time I get my pay. And they're working everybody. Lord, they're working poor folks to death. And when you pay your rent and your car note, you ain't got a damn thing left. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> yes, it is. 
Somebody doing something slick Yeah, they are It's got me wondering Which is which Mighty well go up down to add Is Shine Down a band? And it did not disappoint, Johnny. That was some good dishing right there on that work gossip. I thought Shit. you were going to say you found out because you said that to him. No. And he was like, oh boy, let me tell you. Because yeah. I did have a very similar, I mean, not to that extent, clearly, but I did have that experience where like, I hadn't seen him in a long time. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, good. How are you? And he's like, man. Every time I don't know. that dude. Sometimes. Oh, really? Okay, so you have had that same experience. Yeah, that's all conversations with that guy. Always oh, has been. Okay, you're okay. Like, I was, you're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, I don't know, dude, you know? And you're like, no, I wasn't really asking. Which is funny coming from me, and I think I would say you as well. <laughs> I'd like to think that, I mean, it just sounds like something it like It does a, sound like an insensitive prick thing to- Yeah. Yeah. But it's- and yet, tr- why don't I feel apologetic? Because it's also like- I'm not going to be telling you about me. I think that was always a little disturbing. It was always like a lot of hard life truths that it weren't really asking about in a social cue type of way. Lots of the oversharing and not only just oversharing in a way that can sometimes be uncomfortable. That's all fine. Maybe somebody needs to listen to you. You need to know. That's all cool. I can be a good listener when it's so called for. But uh, a lot of times if you're always unburdening yourself, you're always making the conversations about you. And that's selfish. I think for me, part of it was like, we all do have feelings most of the time. And you seem like the first person who would call someone a f- for sharing their feelings is what I'm getting at. Yes, that is true. So there's something strange about that relationship there. It's like when tattooed people get emotional and they're like, I know I don't look too, you don't think I'd be the type of person to, you know, get all emotional and kind right. of how I look. And you're like, you yeah. wear your emotions literally on your yeah. sleeve. I, yeah, I did expect this exactly. Or even just like, I didn't think about it. Like, I've definitely seen uh, some open micers like try to use that as like a persona. Like, uh, yeah, man, I bet you didn't think I listened to oldies on the radio. I was like, I don't know, man. I didn't fucking think about what station you li- Do you think you're that hardcore looking that I'm just like, yes. this guy? <laughs> I bet he doesn't listen to oldies on the radio. Am I right? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, fuck me. Wow, what an interesting individual. Huh. Well, you know what? I'm going to take a pause or two before rushing to judge people's characters on account of their appearance. Johnny, I have to kick you out. I'm sorry. The time is nigh. That's good. But I'm glad you pointed it out. But before we do, remember Snappin' Pops? Yeah. That's what I call them. Uh, these are called Poppets here over on the web. But where I, when I grew up, John, they were called Snappin' Pops. Yeah. And they were a little bit of gunpowder and Send a little tissue rag. If you don't mind... Here we go. That was combustible. That's, I don't think I've ever seen that done on a desk before. I was worried it would leave a mark, but no. And there's just tiny little stones that flew everywhere. It's going to need a vacuuming. Worth it. Nice. <laughs> Devastation. Uh, homes are gone. Cars are in yards. The garage is gone. It has the signature, according to some of the experts uh, you see on Twitter, which uh, suggests that it is the uh, strongest tornado. Investigators in Malibu are trying to find a missing woman from Colorado. L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Kimberly Alexander says the woman flew into LAX on Thursday. She's described as five feet, one inches tall. She says the woman rented a RAV4 and drove up PCH to a motel. Family says she suffers from depression. The all-new, completely redesigned 2019 Toyota RAV4. Street savvy and off-road capable. L.A. County Sheriff's investigators in Bellflower have been trying to find whomever left a baby behind a mortuary. News brought to you by First Republic Bank. Horse racing opponents say a series of deaths at Santa Anita has gotten...